we got a great show lined up for you today. It's all about crappie. Uh, we're going to be talking crappie fishing and a crappie tournament that's coming here to Tennessee in October, October 26th to the 28th. Old Hickory Shootout, the Midwest Crappie Alliance, the second annual tournament. So we're right here in Tennessee again, and it should be a fun time. It's going to be an expo and all kinds of fun stuff around that whole event. I've been tournament fishing for about 26 years now, and I'm passionate about it. Love crappie fishing. I really wanted to kind of make a difference. Start a tournament trail that's cost-effective. It's a non-elimination tournament that you pay, you play, and you stay for the whole tournament and have an actual expo to as well. So we went for it. We did it. We were at Dale Hollow last year. Thanks for picking Tennessee for that, absolute, second, that second tournament and bringing it back. It, it's the absolute destination location. I mean, you have it all here. Crappie ranks number two in popularity on Old Hickory Reservoir, so that's that's encouraging. It is one of the Bill Dance signature lakes. Yeah, we're honored to be a part of that. And let me officially invite Mr. Dance to our tournament. <laughs> okay, if he's out there listening, <laughs> I want to shake his hand. That's I really awesome. do. The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We've got a great show lined up for you today. It's all about crappie. Uh, we're going to be talking crappie fishing and a crappie tournament that's coming here to Tennessee in October, October 26th to the 28th. So it's going to be a fun conversation. I'm all by myself today. Uh, Don's on location doing some work outside the office today. So I'm, co I'm co-hosting with myself, I guess, Todd. Todd's running the board, making it sound good, making us look good. Appreciate him. But today we have uh, Daniel Elko Correct. and Bill Phillips. Absolutely, with us today, and uh, they're 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 both directors of the Midwest Crappie Alliance, and we're going to dive in to learn about that, uh, talk crappie fishing, talk about the tournament, the expo. There's a lot coming, a lot coming, it's a lot coming a to time. Tennessee. So it's going to be a fun time, and uh, you know, I guess we normally have a radio station. We don't have one today. I'll just say, hey, if you like what you're hearing. Uh, go find us on if you like what you hear. And that sounded kind of redneck, didn't it? If you like what you hear, go go out there and find us on the podcasting app, your favorite podcasting app, and listen to us. Uh, find us on a radio station, 24 radio stations across the state. You can hear us. Uh, if you like what you see, keep watching us there on YouTube and on social media. You can find us in all those locations. So, guys, thank you all for being here. Well, thank you for having us. Uh, we're looking forward to it. So, appreciate it. So, you all made the trip in today. How was the drive? Uh, actually, we came in yesterday oh, afternoon. Oh, yesterday, okay. Uh, it took us about seven hours and 20 minutes, but, you know, we never stopped the whole way and just talking about what's coming here in October on Midwest Crappie Lions coming to town, and uh, it's going to shore up to be an awesome time. Well, I'm, I'm excited to have you all in. Um, maybe we'll just introduce you, introduce you guys and get to know you, uh, start with you, and, and uh, tell us where you're from and, and, and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, name is Dan Elko. Um, live out in Hiram, Ohio, uh, which is northeast Ohio. I actually run a tournament trail called Northeast Ohio Crappie Club with my brother. We started that 13 years ago. I've cool. uh, been tournament fishing for about 26 years now. Uh, I have three kids. Uh, I have an awesome wife that supports what I'm doing, um, and I'm passionate about it. Love crappie fishing. Wow, so, so fishing pays the bills, huh? It doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> I, I have a big boy job, but, you know. I spend more than I make fishing, so but it's 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 a passion. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. So, uh, Bill, tell us about yourself. You're you're from the same area, right? Basically, yeah. I'm from Western Medina County, and uh, I first met Dan. I'm actually the original OG of the of all the club members for the Northeast Ohio Crappie Club, and we've been hanging for 13 years now. 
and through that whole time, <clears throat> we have just started with the club, and it just gets bigger and better. It, it, we, we sometimes are like, how did this happen? We don't have any idea. Mm. But uh, we thoroughly enjoy hanging out together. And, and I always say crappie fishermen are absolutely the best people on the planet, and I, I believe that. I yeah. really do. Yeah. Well, we got two great guys right here. Just just met you guys, and I, I think y'all are awesome. Um, so let's you want to backtrack a little bit, and let's talk about how that alliance got started. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to touch on that first. Yeah, I can. I can tell you this. This goes probably back two and a half years at this point. Um, you know, originally, you know, some of the higher-end tournaments that, you know, cost $2,000, $3,000 entry fee, which I entered, uh, which is an elimination cut. Uh, we fished day one. We were unfortunate to make the cut. And, you know, you spend six, dollars $7,000, wow. and then you're going home after day one. It doesn't make you feel too good, right? Mm. Uh, although you should have been a, did a better job and practiced more and did some more homework, and I get that. But at the end of the day, I, I really wanted to kind of make a difference. My brother asked me, Dan, why do you want to do this? And I said, because I want to make a difference. I want to change what's kind of going on in the industry today. Mm. So basically, it started with a conversation with James Bailey, who's the owner of Pops Jigs, and I said, hey, what do you think about this idea? I, I really want to start a tournament trail that's cost-effective. It's a non-elimination tournament that you pay, you play, and you stay for the whole tournament and have an actual expo, too, as well. So the nice thing about that, you know, for the economy here, everybody's here spending their money. For the folks that are at the expo, the anglers are not going anywhere, and they're spending money at the expo. Uh, and they get to meet you know, all the friendships that we met, all the partnerships, sponsorships. Uh, it's been an amazing ride. And, and I pitched this whole theory to a bunch of club directors in the Midwest, mm -hmm. and they liked the idea. Hey, let's do it. So we went for it. We did it. Um, you know, it's been an awesome ride. There's been a ton of learnings. Uh, I put a survey out last year because we were at Dale Hollow last year. Uh, we had about 137 boats in that field, and this field's 150. We always look for a 150-boat field. Okay. Um, 137 boats. The economical impact for Salina, Tennessee was around $210,000 without any kind of multipliers. I can tell you just the business owners alone in Salina, Tennessee didn't want us to leave. Hmm. That is much money as they made in that short period of time that they made in the whole winter or summer. Yeah. It was crazy fun. Um, but, you know, for us, it's a 300-hour entry fee. Uh, it's a no-cut elimination. After day two, we do take it down to the top 25 teams. We pay out the $50,000 for the top 25, so everybody is going to make some money. Really? And then we have huh. a sidebar tournament. So we have an abbreviated tournament from like 8 to noon for one big slab, and we pay out the top three for that. Mm. So a lot going on. Plus, we do a lot of raffles, a lot of giveaways. Uh, we get a lot from our sponsors, uh, which is awesome. But that's how it was born. Uh, and I will be honest with you, I, I'm sitting, we're talking last night, and we're saying, I can't believe what's going on. Mm. Uh, it just, we're humbled um, that we've been accepted in what we're doing. I appreciate everybody that has been a part of what we're trying to do. Um, and it's been a great ride so far. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, it seems like fishing over the years has changed quite a bit. And, you know, some of the, the way the tournaments are ran back years ago is seems like those are kind of changing you know and and now a lot of times you you, you weigh you weigh your fish before you you know you don't bring them around carry them around trying to protect the fish and and just different types of tournaments and things i think it's cool you guys are trying to bring uh, all the fishermen together 
and and not eliminating and, and having a chance to make it to that last day and, and it's it's cool. It's right. cool it, you, it costs a lot of money, right, to come out and do this. Yeah, yeah it definitely, honestly definitely. does. And I, I want everybody to be a part it for part of it for all three days, so it's a great experience. Not just the entry fees, but the boats and, right. the, and the gear and all that. And then every day you get a chance to win five hundred dollars for one big fish that B and M puts on for us. Five hundred hour oh. for one big fish every single day for the tournament. Awesome. Can't beat that. Yeah. Well, and we'll touch on how the fish are doing in Tennessee, but you should have some pretty good slabs. I, I've had confirmation from the fisheries crew uh we'll see some big slabs this year but uh, so this is the second annual tournament yep uh so and then this is alliance is fairly new correct it is fairly and new. the first correct. tournament was in tennessee first term was in tennessee so you're back to tennessee We're must back. be something great about tennessee i well, don't know <laughs> I, I love nashville my family loves nashville we come down here every year so i i do like it a lot um, you know, even though it's a little bit below the Midwest, which has been pointed out to me, but we're, we're branching out a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, we're have, we have folks calling us and say, hey, we want you to come. We want you to come to our lake. Uh, and then we sit together as a directors and we make the best decision based on 150 boat field, lodging. What does that look like? Expo situation for an expo, ramp situation. We kind of look at everything for a criteria to make sure it's all going to work out. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, uh, Thanks for picking Tennessee for that, second, that second tournament and bringing it back. It, it's the absolute uh, destination location. I mean, if we could have, if you would let us borrow one of your lakes in Ohio, uh-huh. we'd be fine. The <laughs> problem is, when, like Dan said, to meet all the certain qualifications, it's either a ramp doesn't work or we don't have lodging or the lake is too small. You have it all here. You do. Well, yep. I've always said, you know, well, I've said it a lot. Tennessee's the place to be. I mean, it's like from East Tennessee to West Tennessee, you got the mountains, you got you got the lowlands of West Tennessee and agriculture and, and everything else in between. It's just, it's amazing. The animals we have here, the, the fish, and it's just, it's it's great. Um, so I'll keep tout, tooting our own horn. Awesome. Um, well, you know, it's probably one of the few states that has an East Tennessee crappie club, a Mid-Tennessee crappie, and a West Tennessee I don't know of another state that that is that thoroughly ingrained in them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It is cool. It is cool. So we talked a little bit of how the uh, the alliance got started, um, but uh, you mentioned the expo. So when folks are, are coming to the tournament, they're going to have an opportunity to be at, go to an expo and, and check out what vendors have and, and new products on the, the crappie market and all that kind of stuff. Correct? Yeah, you're, you're going to have the best in the industry that's out there today. We have right now lined up 32 vendors that will be at the Gallatin Civic Center in Gallatin. Uh, we just actually drove from there to here okay. a little bit ago. We met with those folks over there. Uh, yeah, we're going to set up booths. Um, we're going to have food there. Uh, it's free for everybody to come visit. So oh, really? I encourage everybody to come out and meet with all these folks, see the latest and greatest in product. Uh, it's it's going to be a great time. That's very cool. So free entry for the for the expo for anybody. free entry for anybody. Come out and enjoy it, and it'll be a blast. And those those the, the expos open on the same days, October twenty yeah. sixth through the twenty eighth. So twenty fifth will be setup day. Uh, we have our rules meeting on the twenty fifth there, where all the anglers get together to be with all the expo folks and sponsors uh, that are coming. Uh, then on the twenty sixth, it will open up from noon to eight on Thursday, noon to eight on Friday, and then uh, ten to five on Saturday. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's cool. And and I guess food trucks and all kinds of fun stuff, the way you talk, it's going to be a good time. They have their own concession stand in there. So how, <laughs> okay. how great is that for them folks, the auxiliary or whoever's going to cook, they can cook and you know make some additional funds for their cause, which is a great great deal. So where does the weigh-in happen if uh, somebody's – well, you said it's not – it's an invitational. So these – the folks who are fishing have already been picked, right? And they're coming. Yeah, they're coming so, in. you know, basically, it, it's a kind of a 
a three-step three step process, which we've started in the very beginning. So the, the rule with what we're doing is we really want to start at the club level and get them educated. So all those folks that wanted to participate in Midwest Crappie Alliance all went to the club anglers to see if they wanted to fish. Okay. Uh, then from there, we kind of look at the, the folks that kind of support our clubs. So like B&M Pole, that we're sponsored by them. We're giving them the crack and say, hey, who do you want to fish this tournament? And then we go to the folks that have expo space. Who do you want to fish for this tournament? Okay. That's how the list is born. After that, we kind of open up for folks to come out and fish. Okay, awesome. Yep. And then uh, the weigh-in happens near Gallatin, I guess? Yeah, so the weigh-in is going to be at Saunders Ferry Ramp okay. uh, every day. So we have a three-flight step process. So you know, with 150 boats, imagine you want to break that up a little bit. So we'll start at 7, first flight 7.30, and then 8 o'clock for the last flight. So we'll open our scales up at noon down at Saunders Ferry. There'll be a big weigh-in truck down there that's coming from Jeremy Madeline, a crappie monster. He's bringing his truck down for us to use. Very cool. Um, and that's when it's going to happen, from noon till probably 5 o'clock, there'll be weigh-ins going on. Yeah. So if you've never experienced a weigh-in, if you're listening or watching, come out come out there and check it out, right? Yeah, come it's out and check it out. It's ramps yeah. open, ready for y'all to come experience that. Right. And it's our it's the, your seven biggest fish by weight, and it's the, the angler's responsibility to keep them alive Absolutely. to the weigh-in line. So Because we, we return every single fish. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, fish care is important, especially, um, you know, October will be cooler, but especially right now in the hot weather, fish care is real important. So yeah. um, everything goes back. Well, and, and talking about fish care, I mean, you're from tournament to tournament, those, those change. Because, I mean, you're talking about Del Hollow, deep fish. And you know they're coming up from from deep deep spots, and you have to what they call fizz a fish. Or, fizz a fish. Yeah. yeah. So and I, I that's new to me. I learned that a couple of years ago. I was like, oh okay, that's cool. I didn't really know that. I'd never fished that deep of water. But so there's care that goes. Y'all y'all are thinking about that. They you know. devise what they call fin clips, which is something I've never heard of. Which they attach to the fin. And in the live well, which allows the fish to stay upright uh, and gives it the opportunity to to naturalize in the tank, because otherwise, with that air bladder expanded, if you release the fish, it lays on the surface until it dies. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. down at Dale Hollow, I probably fizzed 500 fish. Uh, just to, and I think I'm a professional at this point, but yeah, you, you can overfizz a fish too. Uh, so if you take all the air out at bladder, that fish will actually just sink to the bottom. So it's a matter of taking a little bit of air out and then putting them back in to see if he'll kind of. Get you know get kind of right sided and yeah. the fin clips so yeah well it's it's great to see that y'all are taking that extra step and the extra precautions to make sure these fish are are healthy and back in the waters and it's it's great for the the future of fishing crappie uh, lives matter yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, <doesn't> <laughs> exactly like that. yep. and that's the title of the show um, <laughs> so um, we talked about some of the economic impact but what. What are folks going to be able to uh, enjoy while they come to the expo? You mentioned the vendors, but I'm sure there'll be some shopping and, and there's sponsors and things involved too. Yeah, there's a ton of sponsors involved. Like, and just to name a few of them, if I can, like B&M Poles will be down there. Uh, Crappie Magnet, Crappie Monster will be down there. You know, Miller Tech Lithium Batteries, for those guys that are using Miller or Lithium Batteries, are the game changer right now. Oh, really? Uh, Crappie Now Magazine, uh, that's supporting us a whole lot of lot with the media side of things. Fish USA, Garmin's going to be there. For those that you are interested in learning about forward-facing sonar, Garmin will be there, and they can answer your questions. Um, Ranger Cup, Bass Pro, uh, they're signed down with us, too. Uh, they love what we're doing. And another one I'll announce, PTG Outdoors, will be there, too, as well. So there's 32 vendors that are coming. I know we can't announce them all, but I appreciate every one of them coming down to help support us. Yeah, very cool. You, you speak on that, the technology. You say technology is really changing the sport, you know, with the side scan and the sonar and all that fun stuff. 
uh, I guess all that's legal for the fishing for the tournament, right? Absolutely. All, yeah. There's is there no right. lim- there's no limitations on your bait. Uh, on the areas you can fish, you're allowed to go as far as you want to on Old Hickory, or you, you just can't lock through can't going, lock going up that way. Uh, that's kind of where it stops. But other than that, everything is in play. So forward facing sonar, live bait, plastic bait, everybody has their choice. Um, yeah, so it's all in play. And if you need to find me um, at the expo, I'll be in the seminar room because all a lot of our our pro staffers that that are sponsored have guaranteed they're going to give seminars on the electronics and how they catch fish and that's where I'll be as as I, I <laughs> learn all the it's tricks. It's so educational. I mean, Dan and I we do seminars just to try to share what we know, but these guys are like the absolute pros, so I'll be sitting in on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how it's changing the game and I'm not even a hardcore fisherman. I I'm a creek fisherman. I like to wade and and just go in there and go after them, but uh you know, that's uh that technology makes it makes it easier, but it's also a big learning curve for for some of that technology. Absolutely. Yeah, I, Bill doesn't have it today, but I have it. I will tell you, it's taken me every bit of two years to kind of get, get some stuff dialed in. Mm-hmm. It's not easy at all, so yeah. it's it's a little difficult. But we've learned so much what the fish are doing. Um, and the thing is, with with the forward facing sonar, I, I know there's a lot going on with it today because you know everybody's searching out the two three pound crappies uh, the key is to keep those in the fishery and not take them out mm-hmm. um in a lot of places you know they're taking those big breeders out and that's what we don't want we want to keep them in the lakes yeah well and speaking to that i just spoke with uh, uh regional fisheries uh, manager and he was giving me some stats and and uh, the recent reports that Crappie ranks number two in popularity on Old Hickory Reservoir, so that's that's encouraging. And the catch rate in 2022 is a uh, 1.2 fish per hour. So, with I think it was over 58,000 uh, 58, fishing hours or fishermen. I can't remember now what the number was, but I mean, okay. uh, so the rate is great. Yeah. Uh, the recruitment looks good. Uh, and people may ask, what kind of fish, what kind of crappie do we have in there? We have black nose and white crappie uh, in Old Hickory, so you're going to be able to catch both, and that's that's going to be part of the tournament but well, you uh, got three you got black black nose and white well so yeah, yeah yeah absolutely definitely yeah uh so uh but also the future is looking good the the strong they had a strong 2019 uh class so those are probably four-year-old fish now so you're going to have some nice slabs to go after yeah that'll be good for what we're hearing in the winning weight a daily weight needs to be around 12 pounds and that's a pretty big bag that's really big yeah so what won the tournament last year do you know? Do you remember? Um, Put you on the spot there. Uh, no, I'm trying to remember. It was over 12 pounds, 12.86, something like that. Yeah. Um, it was over. It was a high 12s that won it out of Dale Hollow. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, one other thing I want to mention about Old Hickory is it is one of the Bill Dance signature lakes, and there's a lot of improvements going to be happening to that lake, and, and some of it's already going on. Uh, I know Ted Alferman uh, recently acquired a grant to do more habitat improvements. So what has already happened is rock piles and what they call a fish Tennessee tower, Tennessee tower. So it's, it's these tall structures and I'm going to get, fish attractors. get, to, yeah, yeah. get taught a video to put on the screen now. And, uh, but anyway, so, uh, these big towers that go deep into the water, 20 feet or so down and, and it's great for fishing. I mean, yeah. the, the fish love it. So, uh, there's a lot of good work going on in addition to what, Bill Dant signature series is going to bring and uh yeah we're honored to be a part of that and let me officially invite mr dance to our tournament (laughs) if he's out there listening (laughs) i want to shake his hand i really do yeah definitely he's he's been a big impact on tennessee on on fishing in general yeah 
But I mean, he's such a friend of Tennessee and, and yeah. does so much for us and, and been lucky to have him on the show a couple of times. You. And uh, yeah, he's a real good guy and been a real good friend of the agency and, and to fishermen all across the U.S. It's it's amazing. Yeah, originally we started out with Dennis Tumlin talking to us about the Signature Lakes. And yeah, he said, yeah. We want you to be a part of what we're trying to do. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to be a part of it. Yeah. Dennis is a great guy. He's, yeah. he's worked hard on those and, and done a lot around the Chickamauga area with you know tourism down there in Dayton and how that's just exploded. And he's a great partner as well. Uh, let's see here. I wanted to touch on uh, the structure, which I did, but uh, I was talking to the biologist, and, and trolling is not huge on old hickory. So they're probably going to be, you know, jigging and, and live bait. It's probably going to be the way to catch them. So I don't know. I, I may gave away some secrets there, but <laughs> we know nothing about the lake. But we do know that at that time of year, there's certain things that are going to happen, and they'll be we'll be working the creek ledges, maybe up on the flats if they're back up on there, and definitely the marinas. Yeah, we like to pitch docks. Yes. Yeah. And if if there's any shady pontoon boat. We will be there. I'll, yeah, be, absolutely. I'll be shooting underneath the pond. Yeah. Boats for yeah. Sure. So there, um, that's the thing about crappie fishing is you can go there thinking you how they're going to bite. Guaranteed. You, you know, you just listen to what they tell you. Once you get on a bite, I mean, it, I believe that it's, for me, it starts with the size and then go to profile and then the color. So you work through that process. Eventually, if you're diligent, you're probably going to find a fish. Mm-hmm. But it some days... You don't. It changes from day to day. You might be on them one day, and the next day they're gone. So yeah. you got yeah. you got to figure it out. So yeah, we're like crappie detectives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's your go-to color? What's your, what's the first color you pick up? And um, my favorite color is the color I caught my last fish on. Oh, see, he's not going to tell us now. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you mine, and I think it will work in this water. I love gold. Okay. I, lo- I love gold a lot. So yeah. I, you know, as I look at the clarity of the water here, I think gold oranges is going to be a big player. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with chartreuse. No. Uh, anybody, yeah. anybody who's anybody, it's black and chartreuse. It's pink and chartreuse. It's like it's the and chartreuse part. But a lot of times it matters. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I've had a lot of luck on the little. Trout magnets. Oh, yeah. They catch about everything. That is my absolute number one go-to bait. Yeah, and the black and the gold. And the black or the... Or the black with gold. Oh, yeah, know, that's exactly right. That gold yeah. is the bomb. And I, I use, you know, Jeff Smith's baits all the time and crappie magnet, and uh, they're go-to. Mm-hmm. Like down at Dale Hollow, it was shown off. Yeah, that that was the color down there, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a challenge. You get out there, and, and they may not be hitting what you think they should be, and you got to just, right. just got to keep... Keep fighting, keep fishing. Well, and you got weather issues too, so you don't know what you're going to get. You plan for everything you can plan for. You think about weather. You think about things you can get out of wind and you know you got to have a plan for water yep. temperature. Yep. I mean, is is the water rising? Is it falling? Um, it's there's a multitude of things that go into play into catching fish. Mm-hmm. You just don't go out there and find your, your the spot that you fished last year or last week or yesterday and expect to catch fish. Yeah. Yeah, it all it all changes. Well, and then it's the time of year too. So I, I guess is crappie fishing great most of the year. I'm I'm not a crappie fisherman in general. I just we're going to be fishing in October for this tournament. Is that is that a good time of year to yeah. be chasing? We always preach in our seminars. You can catch crappie all year long. Everybody kind of focuses on the spawn and, and, and the fall. Sure. Okay. Um, but I, I've caught some of my biggest crappie in the summer. Believe it or not. Um, but fall. The reason why I like fall so much. And what folks need to understand, because, you know, a lot of lakes, you know, they're actually lowering them, especially where we live in Ohio. They start, you know, feeding in the river systems. They start bringing them down. But the folks that don't have all the expensive 
you know, GPS units and all the forward face and sonar. Just take a handheld unit. You'll see stuff out there you never saw before. Mark them. And when you come back in the spring, before the spawn, start hitting those deeper structures for sure. Yeah. And I always say the fish are either deep, shallow, or somewhere in between. So. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you can call good me advice. Yeah. And uh, so knowing that, that, the fish are normally, they're traveling migration routes, which are little deep depressions and little cuts and coves or a weed line. Uh-huh. And so that's how we locate them is we know that they're in the spring, they're out deep, they're going to spawn in, and then post-spawn, they're moving that way out again. Mm-hmm. So we find these little routes and we follow the fish and you stop on a little point that's got maybe some brush on it, there's a good chance you're going to find them that way. Yeah. So y'all going to go out and get some... Uh, some pre-fishing uh, on the old hickory to kind of get an idea? Uh, we're we're going to try. I mean, I think I'll probably have another trip to come back to do a little bit of that. Uh, this trip was just more of meeting with everybody and yeah. kind of getting our ducks in a row. Um, maybe we'll get out tomorrow for a little bit. We'll see. Uh, but then we'll come back because we got to hang a lot of signs and banners so everybody can see stuff on the road and see what's going yeah, on. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be very visible to folks probably a month before. Cool. Well, if you're just tuning in, if you uh, just – uh, got the radio dial turned or hit the podcast. Uh, we're talking about the Midwest Crappie Alliance and the and the uh, uh, Old Hickory Shootout that's coming October 26th to the 28th. And it's the second annual tournament. So we're out here in Tennessee again and excited uh, to have these guys in, in Tennessee and all the anglers. So it should be a fun time. There's going to be an expo and all kinds of fun stuff around that whole event. So one thing we didn't touch on is uh, how y'all got introduced into fishing what how did you start fishing uh, was it a young age or um, i mean i honestly i started fishing you know with you know actually my family we started fishing for walleye because okay. you know we're yeah. probably about an hour outside of lake erie you so. know we got the record world record yeah, I, I saw that on the board over there yeah Old that Hickory. that's Old not Hickory. real no, no that can't be real <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a tank. The biggest one I've ever caught was probably ten pounds. But uh, we grew up fishing Wally a lot, and, and I it really didn't change until my brother got his first vehicle, mm-hmm. and then we started fishing the local inland lakes in Ohio, and we fell in love with crappie fishing. Um, but we used to fish every weekend. You know, we were, we we were born and raised very Catholic church CCD. We went through all that, and a funny quick funny story is you know we used to pack the truck the night before. On, on you know Saturday night for Sunday, and we'd say we'd go into church. And my brother used to make me run in and go get the bullet in church and say, hey, Mom, we did go to church, Mr. Bolton, but we were out fishing. Uh, so, yeah, we've been, I've been crappie fishing since I was probably nine years old, and I, I love it. Yeah. It's, I'm so passionate about it. That's cool. That's cool. So you're, I guess your brother, y'all kind of grew in it together. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we, we hunt fish. Um, we do everything together. We still do it today. Um, and it's been a lot of memories, to be honest. My, my son's in it, too. He's heavy into it right now, and he's oh, 24, yeah. and he yeah. grew up fishing when he's three years old. So um, there's nothing like it. That's cool. Well, how about you, Bill? How did you get started? I was fortunate to be born into a, a, a fishing family. I've been, I cannot remember a time in my life where I didn't have a fishing rod in my hand. But from where my parents and grandparents we lived we're not that far from canada so my grandparents would plan a a trip to canada every year multiple times in fact when they were rationing gas way back during in war times they would save all their money so they would have enough to go to canada and i have volumes of photographs of pictures of fish with no heads on any of any of the photos <laughs> and my grandma used to go that's aunt ethel that's uncle charlie uncle charlie my favorite would go out on the lake and come home drunk every time <laughs> i mean so my family just and it's still it's in my blood yeah and, and you know i'm pushing that with my family but 
we're knuckleheads at, at this point. We're so, I don't care anybody, and I've talked to so many guys that were bass fishermen. We talked to a guy yesterday, hardcore bass fisherman, mm-hmm. got into crappie fishing, and he doesn't fish bass anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, well, so I was lucky. It's I really addicting. I, it, yeah. Crappie fishing's fun. I've done it. it I enjoy it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, um, it could be a challenge. The new technology is great, uh, but it's, it's just fun to get out there and fish yeah. and have a good time. Hey, every day is different. You have good days, bad days, like anything else. But honestly, we live, eat, and sleep this stuff. Mm-hmm. We do. Uh, yeah. We really do. Well, I appreciate you guys making the trek. I know y'all were going to be here anyway, but thanks for, for joining us on the show. Oh, and our pleasure. I'm glad we could help promote it and try to get it out oh, yeah. there. Hopefully people uh, will watch We'll be this. available in September, too. Yeah. For okay. volume yeah. two. Okay. Absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. And come out to the expo. Come out to the weigh-in. We'd love to have you guys there, too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We'll, we'll get this on the calendar and try to make it for sure. I think it would be a fun event. and uh, Maybe we'll do a show out there or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Plenty of people that that have stories to tell you guaranteed yeah, yeah. yes well, maybe y'all have some more stories for us and we'll, oh, we'll do another one sure will, we will. alright so uh, the old hickory shootout October 26th through the 28th uh, it's the second annual right here in Tennessee and uh, we're excited about it thank you guys for coming thank you for having us oh and, yeah anytime uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast keep coming back keep listening keep watching and we'll see you next time Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.